Hello everyone, uh, welcome to uh, the Mavilla uh, Presbyterian Church uh, podcast on this Tuesday night. Uh, the date is uh, Tuesday the 24th of March 2020. And through the next 20 minutes, uh, we want to take some time together in worship as usually at this time we would be uh, meeting together as a midweek uh, to uh, hear God's word, um, to praise together and also uh, to remember one another in prayer. Um, so we want to take some time to do that now. And as we start this evening, uh, I want to uh, introduce uh, another friend uh, of our church uh, to us uh, as uh, we begin. Hello, Brian. Hi, Robert. Uh, welcome uh, to our podcast this evening. It's great uh, to have you with us. Uh, Brian, just explain uh, to us a little bit about who you are, first of all. Well, the Movilla folk know fairly well who I am, but for anybody else watching, I'm the clerk of session in Movilla. I have a wife, Denise, and uh, a daughter, Ruth, and three grandkids. I am 69, uh, therefore not too far away from being uh, self-isolated, perhaps. Uh, and uh, that's really, I suppose, all I feel to say about myself. Uh, you're also our clerk of session. Uh, you're, you've been known as my right-hand man. Um, three different things as well, which I definitely see this week. Uh, we've definitely been in contact quite a wee bit. Yep. Maybe um, the first question then for you tonight is just how are we as a church dealing with uh, this pandemic at this minute in time? Well, somebody coined a saying that what a difference a day makes. And the trouble with this, the, the, the moment is that every day makes quite a difference. I mean, last week or two weeks ago, we were meeting on Sundays with lots of organizations and people were communicating by meeting uh, in the church or at those organizations. Suddenly all that's gone. And our elderly, many of them are beginning to feel that their, their access to the, to the town and the shops and things may well be restricted soon. So last uh, Thursday evening, our session met, and that demonstrated the problem because we have some folk who live further away, and we have others who are self-isolating uh, because of, of illnesses that they have. And so we were introduced to Zoom, which isn't a washing powder, but which is a video conferencing facility. Uh, so that was quite a challenge. But once we got everybody loaded on the Zoom, we had a, a great meeting, and we were able to come up with a number of solutions for the problems, main problems being communication, We've lost face-to-face. -face. How do we make up for that? Using maybe things like WhatsApp, Spotify, Twitter, and key to it all, maybe the phone. And also a pastoral network, because really we have 110 of these folk who are um, either elderly or chronically ill. And so we need a way to uh, keep in touch with them. Thanks, Brian. Uh, that's really exciting to hear just what we are doing at the minute in time with the church. And maybe the second question then is, uh, we mentioned uh, our, in our first podcast that uh, hopefully by now each member has received a church pack from us. Could you tell us a little bit about how things in it are going to be developed over the com coming weeks? Yeah, we wanted to provide certainty to members about what we were going to try to do and what we saw as key issues. And so we, we collated very quickly from the Thursday night until the Friday morning. We produced 180 packs for, for members, which elders then either hand-delivered or posted out. A uh, number of key elements to those. The first was prayer ministry. We've always had a strong prayer ministry at our midweek and also through prayer cards, which were passed around. But infection potential of those two uh, ways forward 
really would prohibit those. So we've moved to an e-prayer ministry where we circulate prayer requests using, uh, using uh, technology, uh, simply sending word files around. And on that, on that basis, we, have, uh, we, are, we are able to focus people each day, groups of people each day, praying for issues that are important to the congregation and people we know. Secondly, pastoral. It's critical for us that we support all of our members, but in particular those elderly folk are chronically ill. And so we've established two uh, people who will, uh, who will be contacting each of the, the households. Uh, we, they will be ringing weekly, and their purpose is simply to, first of all, provide encouragement um, and, and just sort of that spiritual contact that many of our members are missing but also to help them access issues, access the solution to issues like, how are they gonna get the prescriptions? How are they gonna access some food? And what about services in the community that they usually get and can't contact? So our, our, our contact people will be key to solving those problems for them. And then there's a very important spiritual element to the letter where we talk about, now that we can't meet on Sundays, how people can access uh, services, worship services through, um, through podcasts and also through our, our new YouTube can, uh, channel. Many of us didn't know what YouTube channels were last week, but we're now up to date with those. Uh, one, of the very, one of the very useful things as well is because of a WhatsApp facility that was put in place, there's a lot of self-help spiritually. People are uh, sending Bible verses and indicating that people will pray for them. So not only are we at the center doing this, but the congregation have joined in as well through the communications. Uh, I, I think the amount of sharing Bible verses and, and worship songs is really encouraging. The final element is, as always part of our worship was fine, through finance, we have indicated to people that we can't collect money off them anymore, but we've given them opportunities through e-banking or standing orders to continue to worship God in that way. And we've always used that money to resource things locally and, and God's work further afield, and we want uh, to, do, to continue to do that. Thanks for that, Brian. There's a lot, there's a lot there. And uh, we, we want to try and keep in contact with people as much as we can. And these things will develop through the week. But thank you for that, Brian. And maybe a couple other quicker questions then as well. As we look to deal uh, with the changeable times, what do you see being the challenges for us as a church family? Well, I see the keys to this as being how we keep connected and keep the congregation connected to God and to each other. Uh, really, that that's, we need that to keep that encouragement going and keep uh, allowing people to move in, the, in that direction of serving God and so that we can continue to be his salt and light here in East Newton Arts. And then what has impressed you the most about the church family over the last couple of weeks through this? Well, it started off with the elders, really, because on Thursday night uh, we were coming up with ideas. On Friday they were running around the area putting letters through doors, making 110 phone calls, uh, you know, really that was impressive just the way they, they rose to the challenge. But also since then, uh, through WhatsApp and telephone, we've got lots of offers of help, people offering to drive things around, to deliver things. We've had lots of words of encouraging support for what we're doing. Uh, and we've also, one of the things that we thought might have been a challenge initially was persuading people who were used putting money in envelopes to use e-banking and standing orders, and that's not the case. They are sort of understanding the need 
to worship God that way, to resource his work. And so that's, uh, that's coming along very well. And maybe lastly then, Brian, um, you've mentioned there uh, earlier about yourself that you're coming up to that age where you might have to go into hibernation for 12 weeks or lockdown, as some people call it. What would you miss the most if you had to do this? Well, uh, I miss seeing uh, our, our daughter and grandkids. And also, I tend to sort of pride myself on trying to solve their problems. I got a mug at Christmas which said, if Granda can't fix it, nobody can. And really, <laughs> I, I, I'll not be able to fix it if I'm here. So that's one thing. Secondly, there's this awful feeling of losing your freedom and maybe losing control of it. But really, um, you know, God's word, is it's important we stand on his word. And I just like to read a passage, if that's okay. Just uh, It's from Romans 8. It's, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble, hardship, or persecution, or famine? or nakedness, or, or danger, or sword. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels or demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that's in Christ Jesus our Lord. And we just need to place replace us with our name with me mm. and God, God will not be separated from me by any of what's going on. Brian, thank you so much for your encouragement tonight. Really appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you, Brian. Now, could you please take your Bibles uh, and we're going to read uh, some verses uh, from First Thessalonians chapter 5. We're going to look at verses 16 uh, to 18. Uh, from uh, this letter. The words from the Apostle Paul say this, Be joyful always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 16 to 18. Let me pray for a moment or two, and then we're going to take a couple of moments just to think about what God is telling us through these verses. Heavenly Father, as we come before your word, we ask, Lord, that you may speak into our lives, that we may recognize your power and glory through all things. Lord, we pray that by your Spirit, speak to us now. In Jesus' name, amen. I think I've told the church family before that um, these verses were given to me by a friend uh, and he also said that um, whenever somebody comes to him saying um, there's a lot of things happening in my life at this time and I really just don't know where to turn. I don't know what God is wanting me to do. And he said to me, if anybody ever says that to you, just bring them these verses, 1 Thessalonians 5, verses 16 to 18. Because you'll see in those last words of the verse, this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. To be joyful, uh, to pray continually, and to give thanks in all circumstances. Paul did not have an easy life. And there's many situations that we see where he faced great trials and persecutions. 
So it might be surprising to think, why would he, uh, first of all, say to God's will for us would be to be joyful always? It's a little surprising for someone who had to suffer as much as Paul continually did. But Paul learnt that affliction and deep joy go together. He learnt how to rejoice even in his hardships. For the Christian, uh, there we recognise, don't we, that the Saviour that we followed came down to this world and he endured great trials. He endured hardships. He endured many ridiculing him. Yet he came so that we may have joy in his name. Our lives at this time, from an outward point of view, there may be little to make us rejoice. We can't get out to do the things that we want to do. We can't, we seem to be prisoners in our own home. But as we recognize that we are in Christ, we think about those truths of the word that Jesus told his disciples, no one will take away your joy. We can rest in these words, can't we? We can recognize that as we have the Holy Spirit in our lives, that joy is going to be part of our lives no matter what. It's not something that we humanly uh, speak and try to work up in our lives. Um, because if we looked to be the source of joy in our lives, it would be very temporary. But we recognize that our joy is brought to us by Jesus. He is the one who has secured our salvation. He is the one who has brought us joy. And that's why it's so important, isn't it? That we keep in contact with one another as a fellowship, but also look to keep in contact uh, with our Saviour each day, coming to his word, looking uh, to speak to him in prayer. When Paul says here in this verse, pray continually, he's not uh, saying that we should be down at our hands and knees uh, from morning till night, but that then everything that we do, that we look to do it prayerfully, we look to do it through our Lord Jesus. We look to be in connection with him. Brian reminded us of the words in the book of Romans, didn't he, from Paul, where he says that Paul says, nothing will separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. But just before those verses, Paul also says the words that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him. Reminding us, that even in our difficulties and trials, God is teaching us valuable lessons. When we understand that Jesus is with us no matter what, we can truly give thanks in all circumstances. We recognize the one who journeys with us through all things. No matter what we may face, he is with us. God's will is made known in Jesus. And it is in him that we are given the tools and the resources that enable us to carry out God's will for our lives. I wonder if you're like me, that when uh, you've been given a task to do at home, maybe it's trying to fix something around the house, 
or maybe it's putting something together uh, that somebody else in the house has bought. And for the first 15, 20 minutes, it's trying to run around the house to find those things that you need in order to do the job. There's no use starting to the job until we have the proper resources, our tools. As we uh, face these next couple of weeks, as we face not being able uh, to do the things that we want to do at times, when we face um, situations where we, we really don't know what God is doing in it, we may know that God is truly with us as we recognize who Jesus is and what it means to trust in him through all things. He is the one who brings us hope. He is the one who has that everlasting joy for us through all things. As we take in the truths of these verses this evening, let us rest in our Saviour. Let us recognise the deep joy that we have in him. No matter what may be happening to us, we are secure in the arms of our Saviour. Now let's continue to follow God's will for us in Christ Jesus as we commit one another to prayer. As we think about our church family at this time, we do want to give thanks uh, for the opportunities we've had over this last week to have fellowship with one another um, through many different uh, opportunities, through phone calls, uh, through the WhatsApp group, um, and uh, through opportunities uh, to help one another out where needed. Uh, we want to give thanks uh, to God for those who have got through operations over this last while, who have, uh, are at home and recovering. We want to continue to pray for those who are dealing with uncertainty in their lives at this time. We want to pray for those uh, who are fearful of what the future may hold uh, through uh, these coming weeks. Also this evening, I want to give thanks to God uh, for the work of Little Feet that has been connected to our church family over this last while. From last Friday, they had to um, close because of the uh, crisis at this time. And we want to give thanks to God for the ladies and the work that they've done uh, throughout. We want to also remember our community and town at this time too. We want to pray for those serving us in the NHS. We want to pray for those working in local pharmacies at this time. And as they cope uh, with the excess and demand, we ask that they may know of God's peace and comfort throughout. Also, we want to pray for those who own businesses, who are working in our towns in many different ways. We pray that they may know of God's peace. They may know that through all of these uncertain times, that God is truly in control. Let us take time now as I lead us in prayer. Heavenly Father, we come before you this evening, recognizing you as the one who truly reigns on high. We give you thanks that through all uncertainties that we may face in this earthly world, that you are the one who brings real certainty and hope. Lord, we lift up before you those in our church family at this time. 
We pray for those who, who uh, are dealing with great uncertainty throughout their lives. We pray that they may have that awareness, Lord, that through all uncertainty that they may face, that you are still journeying with them, that you truly are their heavenly shepherd, looking to guide and direct them in that way everlasting, and that they may know of your protection over these days. They may know of you as the one who looks to help and sustain them through all trials. Heavenly Father, we do give you thanks this evening for much answered prayer over these last days. We give you thanks for the opportunity that we have had uh, to reach out to one another uh, through phone calls, um, through texts and WhatsApps. And Lord, we ask that this may continue through this time, that we may not be able to meet one another in a physical way, but also that we can continue to have fellowship in your loving name through all things. Lord, we give you thanks for the um, answers to prayer through people who have been able to have uh, appointments and operations over these last days, even though uh, they were uncertain whether it would happen. Lord, you knew and you kept them safe. And Lord, we give you thanks for this in Jesus' name. Lord, we also want to lift up to our community at this time. We pray for those who are serving us uh, through the health service. We pray, Lord, that through these coming uh, days, weeks, and months ahead, that they may know, Lord, of your strength and your power. Lord, that you may give them uh, wisdom, Lord, as they deal with many difficult situations. And Lord, we pray also for those serving us in the local community and through our health service. We pray, Lord, for local pharmacies, uh, for local doctors, asking, Lord, that as they cope with much access and demand of people looking to get prescriptions, as they look uh, to help others, that they may know, Lord, of you as a great physician, the one, Lord, who looks uh, to continue to help them through all things. Lord, we also, as we deal with uncertainty in our day, that we may pray for those, Lord, uh, in our town at this time who are having to face uh, really big decisions over their finances and their businesses. Asking, Lord, that you may continue uh, to help and protect them. Lord, that through all things, that they may know of the greatest need being met in the person of Jesus. Lord, we do give you thanks for the real gift of prayer, that no matter where we are, no matter the circumstances that we may face, that we are able to come before you in prayer, that we are able to have fellowship in your name together through prayer. And Lord, we ask that as we, Lord, deal with the new situations that we may face for many of us, Lord, that we may know of you as the unchanging God, the one who reigns on high, the one who we have our greatest need being met in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you for this and we commit one another to you now in his great and mighty name. Amen.